Welcome to Discover Your Destiny podcast, where we believe that your life is not an accident. You have a destiny, and we want to help you discover it, pursue it, and fulfill it. And now, here's your host for today, Dima Barishnikov. Welcome to Discover Your Destiny, where we believe that your life is not an accident, but you have a destiny. For the past uh, a few podcasts, uh, we are uh, episodes rather. We are we talked about um, making a journey from just having the dream to actually fulfilling our dream, and we talked about that it is a journey that is not easy, and it's not easy, and it cannot happen overnight. And one of the things that we must have in our life that is essential to that to, to for us to make the journey is discipline. And it's not discipline that is imposed on us by others, but other, but rather than discipline that comes from within us. Self-discipline. We must have it in our life if we ever want to transition from just having a dream to fulfilling our, our dream. Without discipline, I don't care how mo- motivation we have, what kind of gifts or talents or potential we have, all of this will not profit us. And we will be just Uh, wishful thinkers, wishing that something would be different, but it will never be different because we had lack of discipline in our life. And uh, um, last time and time before, I, we, talk, we talked about a passage of scripture from 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. This is the second letter of Paul uh, that Paul is writing, Apostle Paul is writing to his young protege, Timothy. And he compares Timothy's life to a soldier, to an athlete, and to uh, a farmer. And I would like real quickly read this passage again, again to you, just to remind you what we've been talking about. It's 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. You therefore, my son, be strong in the, in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. And also if anyone competes in athletics, he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. The hardworking farmer must be first to partake of the crops. Consider what I say, and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. So Paul was communicating something to Timothy that was deeply spiritual and very, very important. That's why he's he's saying, may the Lord give you understanding in all things. Consider Consider what I'm saying to you. And he compares him to a soldier, an athlete, and a farmer. And the last time, last episode and, and, uh, and episode before, when we talked about discipline being the bridge to, to your dream, um, we talked about the parallels that exist between us, our life, and the life of a soldier. We also talked about parallels between us and an athlete. For example, a, so, a soldier must endure hardship. Without discipline, that is impossible because your emotions, your feelings, will tempt you to take a shortcut, to go around your challenge, to go around hardship, but it will, it will never, it will it just extend your journey towards your dream. It will never bring you closer to your, uh, to your dream if you, if you wanna avoid that challenge or you, you wanna avoid hardship. As a good soldier, you must endure hardship. 
um, as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. So, and then we talked about parallels that exist between uh, us and athlete, the life of an athlete who wins the competition. And remember, I was talking about another passage in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, when Paul encourages us to run a race and he, as an athlete, and he talks about an athlete who runs a race, but he runs to win it. Because many people run, but only one wins. And today we're living in a culture that wants to create this idea that everybody gets a trophy. Everybody is a winner. But in real life, it doesn't work like this. And that's why Paul is saying in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, you run the race to win the prize as that athlete who wants to win this championship, who, who wants, to win, uh, wants to win this prize. And, and, that's, um, and that is not easy. That requires a lot of preparation and that requires a lot of discipline. It is like, as I said it before, it is like that uh, uh, basketball player that we admire, whose talent we admire so much, who keeps sinking those three pointers one after another, but we do, we, um, we forget the hours and hours of practice and preparation uh, he endured in the gym and uh, practicing uh, those shots. So discipline is very important. And, uh, and the third image that Paul kind of brings into Timothy's, um, to Timothy's attention rather, uh, is the image of a farmer. And you, you know, a farmer needs to know when to sow, and then patiently wait for the harvest and then reap it at the right time. You see, discipline requires you to work while everyone may not be paying attention. Discipline will require you to work when everyone else may not be paying attention. That's why when you go after your dream, when you go after your purpose, you can't pay attention to what everybody else is doing and compare yourself with them. You got to go, like Paul said, like you go after the prize. You go, you, you know what you're going after. God has given you the dream. God has, give, has given you that call. And so you're going after it. So discipline requires you to work while everyone may not be paying attention. Uh, why? Because you know what you sowed. You know what harvest you expected. I love the book of Proverbs. There's so much wisdom there in the book of Proverbs. And uh, one of the Proverbs, um, they are so timeless. They just full of wisdom and they transcend culture, transcend time. So uh, Proverbs chapter 10, verse four and five, only a couple of verses real quickly. It says here, he who has a slack hand becomes poor, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. He who gathers in summer is a wise son. He who sleeps in harvest is a son who causes shame. So here laziness and slackness may not have immediate results, but in the long run, it says it produces deficiency. It produces poverty, unfulfilled potential. Think about this. This poverty here in these verses is not happenstance or just adverse circumstances that you were born into or and had nothing to do with. This, what Bible is talking about here, is the direct consequence of your actions. And you know where positive change begins? 
when we begin to own our responsibility and we begin to be disciplined, self-disciplined. Remember when I, when I was talking about um, uh, in, the, in the previous episodes, uh, I, um, I talked about Joko Willing, who was retired, who is retired Navy SEAL commander. And uh, when we talk about parallels between the life of a soldier and our life, and what he said that he noticed that a lot of people in the military, they are disciplined because th the discipline is imposed on them by other people. But as soon as they get out, they lose that discipline. So the true discipline has to come from the inside, has to, has to start within us. We have to learn how we can be self-disciplined because it has to become our choice. If we, are, if we want to fulfill our dream, we want to realize our God-given potential, we, we can't rely on someone else to impose discipline on us. We have to learn how to make discipline our own responsibility. It has to become our responsibility. So, and here in the book of Proverbs, it, it, it shows that there is something positive to, about a diligent hand. Diligent pays off. It is wisdom to recognize seasons of harvest and opportunities. Some people sleep through it. It is not that they did not have a chance given to them. They had the same season like everyone else, but they were not disciplined to recognize when the when there is time for the when there was time for the harvest and they were not disciplined enough to go and reap that harvest rather than slap through it you will not master anything in life without discipline that's why when we see great achievers we think they are special what we don't see that many had even greater potential than those people but died with it never realized it the biggest tragedy in life is not to become what you could have become, what you were designed to become. Discipline implies consistency, commitment, and practice. When you're disciplined, your priorities, your priorities are set and your mind is focused. One important part of our discipline is, especially spiritual discipline is self-control. And the Holy Spirit plays an important role in us, in helping us developing it. As a matter of fact, in the Bible, self-control is called one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit, according to Galatians chapter five. It is called the, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And um, when, Paul is writing the second letter to Timothy in the chapter one, uh, chapter one, verse seven. He said, God did not give us spirit of timidity or fear. God has not given a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, of love, and of self-discipline or self-control. I, I read a quote the other day, and it, it is an old quote. Uh, it, is, um, it comes from the... Um, American author and salesman by the name of Zig Ziglar. And he said, it was a character that got us out of bed, commitment that moved us into action, and discipline that enabled us to follow through. It was discipline that enabled us to follow through. So 
in order to stay disciplined, it's important to do certain things. And I would like to talk to you a little bit about those certain things. And thing number one here, number one is, it's important to keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your eyes on the prize. Focus on your big why. Why are you doing things you do? Keep your calling and dream in front of you. Don't pay attention to what everybody else is doing. Know where you're going and be persuaded that it is a worthy destination. It is a worthy destination. Apostle Paul did not have the easiest life. From persecutions to shipwrecks to church conflicts, Paul had to exercise a certain measure of discipline and perseverance to survive. He said, he said uh, when he was writing to church in Philippi, in his letter to Philippians chapter 3, uh, um, he said, um, it's verse 13 and 14, Philippians chapter 3, he said, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do. He said, one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Sounds like these words coming from a man that going after his calling, that going after his dream without letting anything hinder him. So keep that, keep your eyes on the price. Keep your calling in front of you. Number two, surrender, you, uh, surrender yourself to the will of God. Surrender yourself to the will of God. Pray like Jesus taught us to pray. May your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. May this will be done in my life as it is in heaven. For us as believers in Christ, things like prayer, fasting, generosity, they have to be essential for our spiritual discipline. They have to be practiced all the time in our life. That's why in Matthew 6, Jesus teaches people how to practice those things. He doesn't tell them to fast, pray, and to be generous. He assumes already that people already do that. But he teaches them how to practice those things without hypocrisy because those things are very important to our life. So surrender yourself to the will of God. Whatever he wants to do in your life, if he gave you that dream, he wants to equip you to fulfill that dream. Think number three here on the list, how to stay disciplined. Well, just a simple thing. Make a schedule. Don't hold everything in your mind. Write it down. Make a schedule. Because as they, as they said, the old cliche says, what gets scheduled gets done. What gets scheduled gets done. You know, I, I, you know it's so hard for me sometimes to, to make a schedule. I, I, I'm thinking, I will remember what I'm going to do. I'll remember, and I constantly forget. I wake up and say, well, I, well I, I'll remember, but I forget. And things don't get done. But what I schedule often gets done. Number four. Make daily goals and celebrate small victories of progress. Don't be overwhelmed with this huge dream, with this, with this big task that God gave you to do. And it's like, well, I could not accomplish it today. Well, maybe God plans, plans for you to accomplish it in the next 20 years, but you got to make steps toward it today. Make these small goals, daily goals, and celebrate small victories of progress. The main thing, the main question to ask, are we progressing? Is there any progress in our life today that was not here yesterday. 
And the last number five is this. Very important. Surround yourself with encouragers. We have a lot of critics. We have a lot of naysayers. We have a lot of people that just want to talk about something and criticize and pull other people down. Surround yourself with encouragers. Somebody who will push you towards your dream. Before you make any radical decision in your life, pray. Run it by God. Ask him what he thinks about it. Is that decision driven by your emotions, by your feelings, or is that decision driven by direction from God? Run it by God and also run it by someone you trust. By other people, by your mentors. Staying true to your vision, staying true to your dream does not mean you cannot listen to constructive criticism or constructive feedback from some people that love you and people that you trust. People who are mature. Discipline is not rushing into decisions. It is the courage to make a serious decision when you need to. Discipline knows that God can contribute to your life through other people if we are willing to listen. If we are willing to listen. Therefore, I am disciplined. If, I'm, if I need to make a decision, we need to be disciplined to pray about it first. Run it by God. See what he thinks. Run it by, by the people that we trust. Remember, our life is a journey. And discipline will help you complete it successfully. Abraham Lincoln said this. Discipline is choosing between what you want now and what you want most. When you want this calling or a dream in your life fulfilled, it may not happen overnight. You may have to sacrifice your feelings, your personal preferences to reach that destination, but at the end, it's all worth it. It's all worth it. So stay disciplined. Be like that good soldier. Be like that athlete that goes for, for, for that prize to win. Be like that farmer that, that sows and sows into the seed and expects a great harvest. Let's stay disciplined because that discipline will serve as a bridge to our dream. Have discipline in your life. Develop it. Build it. Exercise it. Implement it. And always remember, your life is not an accident. You have a destiny. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that you are inspired and encouraged. If you have questions, comments, and would like to stay in touch, please write us at connect at destinycarolina.com. We hope you'll join us next time. May God bless you and always remember, your life is not an accident. You have a destiny.